This is Unclaimed Bands, episode 11. Hey music lovers, it's Amanda Mayhem and Sean. Welcome to another edition of Unclaimed Bands featuring JJX, better known as Joe Jordan's Experiment. I'm Joe Jordan, guitar player and lead singer of Joe Jordan's Experiment, here with uh, my drummer and mom, Jackie My Dukes Gore. Hi folks! And uh, conspicuous by their absence, our good friends uh, Jesse Gimble and Mr. Kevin Prendergast. Nice. Awesome. Well, welcome. Thanks for sitting down with us. Absolutely. Thanks for, this for having interview. us. Definitely appreciate it. So can you tell us a brief history of how the band came together? Um, well, the band came together uh, through a gig. Uh, it was supposed to be like a one-time gig through uh, Book Through Mayhem Promotions. And um, so I got, you know, kind of uh, remnants of some of my old bands together, which is, uh, you know, my mom's played with a couple of my projects before for like, uh, you know, we've been jamming together the last 10 years and... Uh, Jesse Gimble, a good friend of mine from uh, middle school, we jammed for years and years and, you know, had bands and did a lot of recording and things like that. Um, it's always been kind of ideal for me to kind of have people that I'm comfortable with, you know, kind of jamming. It just creates a better working atmosphere in general. And the thing was, we didn't have a bass player at the time. Um, all our bass players being, you know, former bass players being tied up in, in projects and things like that. And so I ended up running into uh, our original bass player, Wishnu Wardana, um, at an event called Buddha Fest, which is booked by uh, South Street Sounds and Buddha's Indus Studios. And um, yeah, so I saw him play, and yeah, I figured it was a one-time gig, so you know, I figured I'd yeah, ask him if you know he would do this gig, and I'd pay him to do the gig, and you know that would be that, and it was cool. And we had the first jam, and uh, he asked me, you know, hey, are we gonna have a regular schedule with this? And, it was exciting, and you know, so we were all really into it, and you know, let the good times roll. What happened from that one-time gig? Um, well, we kept getting booked. It was like you know, um, at the like, same place or other places. It was like you know, it started off. It was like, uh, like maybe like once a month, maybe once bi-monthly at the same place, and then you know, different places started to book us, and you know, we started to book ourselves, you know. In different places, just because we like jamming together, you know, and uh, eventually it became just like a, a full-fledged band, and we all just started really digging our heels in and, and going at it. So all the members were in other bands before JJX? Um, well, Jesse kind of ha- does his own thing. Like, um, he's got a, st- a studio project, and he's a multi-instrumentalist, so he just kind of does his own thing um, there. And his, and Wishnu, he works with a lot of other bands, um, a lot of different genres, everything from, like, you know, like jazz fusion to like the progressive kind of uh, hard rock stuff that we do. How do you think JJX compares to previous bands that you were in or members were in? For me, it feels like the same vessel, just more refined. You know, and, and, and with each step, we try to just build and, and keep what's what's really uh, quality about anything previous. Like, I mean, a lot of people might not know this, but this band is technically uh, a continuation of a band called Noise that was you know, kind of the predecessor to this whole Joe Jordan's experiment thing. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, I don't know, that it's, it's just kind of this, it's the same thing for me. I mean, um, you know, most of my musical partners have remained. It's just kind of a scramble as to who's where and doing what. Can you tell us a little bit about the songwriting process? I don't know. I have weird dreams. I wake up, I write about them, and then uh, we play them. That's what it is. If it hadn't been for me coming through a time period where fusion music was happening, I couldn't keep up with them. 
I really couldn't. I mean, like, people like Billy Cobham, uh, Bill Bruford, you know, Narada Michael Walden, which I just got, you know, some, some music on them again, you know, Lenny White. If it wasn't for people like them, I couldn't keep up with them, you know, because of the I phrasing. I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> you know, can because you ex- of the phrasing. Can you explain us a little bit what fusion music is? Um, well, it's a conglomeration of jazz, rock, hip-hop. Well, not hip-hop. Well, today it's hip-hop. Uh, you know, rhythm and blues, you know. And it's just a conglomeration of what everybody feels about that music. And they come from, you know, different avenues. Like, the drummer might be from a jazz vein, where the bass players like from a funk phase, you know, with jazz influences. And then you got a piano player, you know, saxophone players, and they all come from different, you know, genres, even classical, you know. And everything's just thrown in the pot and it all comes together. What type of evolution of music exists with that genre of music opposed to a bunch of musicians that are used to playing the same type of music? Um... New bands like Mars Volta kind of exude the ethos of the early days of fusion. And in a lot of uh, cases, if you really listen, they pay homage to uh, to a lot of classic kind of like what what people would call progressive rock, even, you know, from the uh, from the early 70s, like uh, Yes and King Crimson and things like that would even be considered forms of fusion, just you know, more rock based fusion. Nice. But yeah, like like those guys. Um, even a, a heavier band like the Dillinger Escape Plan is a sort of fusion. Nice. Good band. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy those guys. Um, I mean, honestly, I think music is m- moving toward fusion in general. I mean, you see a lot of genre jumping, genre crossing, genre mixing kind of situations these days, as opposed to the. I mean, you still see a lot of you know standard good old rock bands and you know good you know jazz bands and funk bands and hip hop bands, but I mean, a lot of that you know, especially as far as the sound of the music has become really a mesh, which I I give to the immigration culture. It's always been. What personally inspires you to make music? Life, like um, I know everything like that I see or that I feel or that I've experienced or that I've seen other people experience or. Uh, I don't know, things that have kind of just intrigued me, like, you know, what what is that point of view like, you know, or, uh, and what is it about this, you know, inanimate object that I'm writing about that's interesting, or, it just flows out, I don't, I don't really have control, it's like. I call him a modern day troubadour, he tells the stories as he sees them, nice. you know, and if you, you know, listen to his lyrics, uh, that's what it is, you know, no matter what the music is saying. Because the music is just the other side of it, but, you know, the lyrics, boy, does he have some weird dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about some themes that occur in the songs. Have you ever had a dream that felt like reality, and then you woke from it and it really freaked you out? <laughs> I have a lot of those. And so, um, I don't know, it goes, it runs from, like, really common themes, but just from a different perspective, you know, like, uh, Everything from uh, love and marriage and divorce and, you know, happiness and sadness and trial and error and living, loving and learning. I, I guess I try to just talk about life. It's it's what, you know, we can all relate to. We're all living life. Nice. Nice. Well, you know what? I'm really sick of talking about the music. Why don't we put on a track? All right. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. This is Twisted Visions by JJX. Oh. 
You just heard Twisted Visions by Joe Jordan's Experiment. Where can we find that track? Uh, that's the new record, Twisted Visions Revisited. Um, it's a uh, total retooling of um, an original demo record I did a few years back and updated everything, you know, even, even to the lyrics and the themes and things like that, you know. And, uh, yeah, you can get it on iTunes, um, Amazon, um, Napster. You can get it from us if you come to a Napster. show. Napster. Yeah. Napster sells things now. Yes. It's a very I interesting um, interesting situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's all over, you know. Um, get your copy today. <laughs> <laughs> How does your new album different from previous albums? Um, well, let me see. I guess the first thing is that it exists. Nice. <laughs> Tell us about your demos and your um, live albums that you had out before. And live records. Um, well, let me see. I, I, I do have one like uh, live record that's out right now. It's a live acoustic record I did at Doc Watkins uh, pub called Here Comes Mr. Jordan. And that was back uh, last year, 2009. And uh, it's, it's a good record. It's got some cuts from Twisted Visions and you know some cuts from uh, some stuff that's coming down the road, um, you know, kind of acoustic. And even uh, like a... Uh, Collaboration with my uh, my old buddies from Preston Swift. Nice on a on a Preston Swift tune. So uh, that's something else you sh- you can pick up all over you know uh, on the iTunes and the Amazon and the the shows we got them at the shows. Besides the obvious, what's the difference between recording a live album and recording a studio album? What's better or worse? Well, it's it's fun. I think I like them both uh, for what they are. Like um, recording live is fun because uh, you get to challenge yourself to see. Um, how well you play your own music, you know, because I mean, for instance, you know, you can sit there and you can bang away in the studio and you can do it like a hundred times and it's perfect. But I mean, you know, when you're, when you're cutting live, you get one, one shot and it's like, uh, it's like real live guitar hero. And then, um, being in the studio is, um, an experience for me. Like, uh, I know it's like a whole other world, like a world that I can control that I can create. This question is for Jackie, who's slightly older than Joe, by a little margin. What do you think about Guitar Hero, Rock Band, and all the various video games coming out that emulate uh, playing instruments? It ain't like the real thing. That's all I got to say about it. Uh, I've, I've seen the kids play it and, you know, the enthusiasm in it, but it's nothing like the real thing. You know, you either got it or you don't, you know? And, uh, nah. Games are games. <laughs> when it's real, you know it. It's Memorex. It's either real or it's plastic. <laughs> yeah, it's Memorex, man, because you save it forever, you know? I yeah. found that the Guitar Hero thing is actually pretty good for like, practicing you know, dexterity and all. So I, 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 I've, I try to work it into uh, my practice regiment when I have one around. Nice. It's, cool, cool. Yeah, Sounds so good. All you guitarists out there, I'm telling you, play a little Guitar Hero. It'll make you that much better. Well, they definitely know how to promote their video games, but how do you promote JJX? Um, well, you know, we do viral marketing uh, via the internet, you know, face-to-face marketing. Um, we're actually retooling our entire marketing department right now. Really? A whole department? Yeah, we're, we're creating a department to actually handle things because we're, we're actually moving to another, you know, another rung in the ladder. You know, and it's you know, you know, time to put up or shut up in a sense. You know, you got to, like, you know, no matter how good the music is, you have to be able to put the music in people's hands so they can hear it, you know, so they can take it home and they can listen to it and they can experience it and it can become a part of their lives, you know, and then, and then you mean something to them, you know what I mean? But if, if they don't have it, then that, that'll never happen. Curious, what consists in this marketing department? 
Um, what angles are you going to be taking now that you weren't taking then? Well, that's the whole thing. We're bringing in someone who knows about marketing. Gotcha. <laughs> I know nothing of marketing. Marketing majors, you do have a job. Yeah, stab, stabbing in the dark up to this point, and um, that was all well and good, but yeah, it's just it's time to step it up. How do you think networking has changed, if at all, when it comes to playing shows, getting your name out there, putting out albums? Um, it's easier. It's a lot easier because um, with the internet, especially in software, you know, it's kind of leveled the playing field. You know, and you can have your own record, you know, label. You can you can start your own LLC. You can you know have your own recording equipment, you know, in your home and and you know make a nice you know home studio and and really put out some quality stuff. And mm. now that the power is in the hands of you know the artists again. You know, there's more artists actually creating. Uh, it's it's healthy for the indie market, especially. You know. And that's really where I think the best artists come from. Sort of like, you know, the best ball players come from farm club. You know? <laughs> so the band is based in Philly. Yeah. Where else have you played? Um, let's see. Played in Utah a lot. We played in Jersey. Connecticut. Connecticut. Those are kind of like our, our you know, other home hubs right now. Utah. Yeah, Utah. Interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about how you manage gigs in Utah? Salt Lake City is awesome to us. <laughs> really? Why um, is that? Well, I, I have vacation out there, actually. I visit out there. I like it out there. I got a lot of friends out there. Did you just randomly vacation there, or did you know somebody? Um, I had some family out there. Nice. And so, you know, I visit them and, you know, did that whole thing and ended up making friends and, you know, bringing my guitar everywhere, as I do, you know, like, you know, end up playing. And people are like, hey, dude, you should, you know, play here. And we go there and we play. They go, hey, dude, you want to do a show? And I'm like, that'd be great. And I do a show and, you know, make like 50 bucks and people buy my CDs. And it's all exciting and it's, you know, I don't know, man, you make connections, you make real connections. Instead of SLC Punk, it'll be SLC Funk. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it just grew, and then we ended up uh, this year headlining at the uh, Utah Arts Festival, which is a, a really big event they do every summer over there. And that was uh, just bananas. We got a really cool hotel room. The show was just one of the best shows we've ever done. And um, it was the first time Kev uh, actually came out with us. And uh, he'd only like worked on the material for about two weeks. And one one week, you know, working on it by himself, another week of practice, and then we were out on the road, you know, for like, you know, a week and a half, and it was just like, awesome. Like, it was, you know, didn't miss a beat, you know, it was just yeah. like a very natural transition. Put himself into it. And yeah, he really, you know, yeah, he created, you know, even within the, the parameters of the music, you know, like just following the structure, but he, he was really able to kind of, yeah, just like, you know, really put his own mark on, on it. What's the difference between the scene in Utah and the scene in Philly? They're more involved. I would say the audience is far more engaged and involved, and um, they really keep it alive out there. Like, I mean, there's support here in Philly, but it's been waning in recent years um, from what I've noticed. And, and those guys, like, regardless of anything, they just keep it strong. They just they love the music. They believe in it so much. It's, it's, like, it's almost like... Sometimes it seems like that's what they wake up to do is like to listen to you do your thing, and that's like crazy. But you know, it's it's a really great feeling. You know, do you have any methods or suggestions that people in the local Philly scene can do to make it just as great as Utah? Yeah, man, support your bands. Don't be jaded. I know there's I know there's a lot of bands out there. I know there's a lot of shows to go to, but you don't have to go out every night. Just check it out. You know, pop on out. You know, Five dollars. You know, do something you don't always normally do. You know, broaden your horizons, stretch your elbows out. 
Well, let's dive into another track. It's Little Wing by Joe Jordan. I'm going to make a quick sacrifice to the rock and roll gods, so here goes. I hope you like it. heard Little Wing by Joe Jordan. Oh, yeah. You're usually playing electric. What inspired the acoustic piece? Lots of sitting up in my room just playing my favorite Jimi Hendrix song. Nice. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do a lot of stuff acoustic. Like, uh, as a matter of fact, on Twisted Visions, it's a mix of like, you know, you get some, you know, electric tracks or some, you know, kind of ballad stuff that's acoustic. You know, it's, um, Try to just give you a, a full feel, you know. And um, I play all the instruments on the on the on the first record, and um, that was really exciting to do. And uh, you know, hopefully everybody enjoys that. Now, when people ask JJX to play shows, do they want the acoustic or electric, or do you blend both? Um, sometimes it's a blend. Sometimes they specify. We've done uh, rockers, and that's been exciting. Um, we haven't done any acoustic numbers there yet. They're very excited, you know. Uh, I would yeah. say almost like. Old school punk vibe kind of crowd. You know, that that's the feeling of that crowd. It almost makes you think of, like, you know, a pit down at Seabees, you know. It's, like, it's just gnarly. What's Rockers? Rockers is the rem- remainder of 
a scene of like um, people of color doing rock music, you know. Nice. Uh, of or, or just alternative music of any sort, you know. Um, lots of different bands have come through there. It's hosted by the Mighty Paradox, which is nice. a band I've, I've had, uh, you know, the fortune of, you know, being a part of it at one point. And um, also a lot of great bands come through there, like. Uh, see who was just there with us? Caminas was there, and they're like um, Pakistani punk rock cool i think i heard of them before actually yeah they tour all over they're fantastic and um yeah it's it goes down at the tritone yeah great great spot on south street everybody knows everybody plays there would you say that playing more diverse shows creates a diverse fan base absolutely i mean our fan base has really grown especially in the last year like we've had just a lot of opportunities to really you know get out and and not only play but just really communicate and and you know get out there and talk to the people and Kind of hang out a bit, you know, have a drink, and see what it's all about. You yeah. describe a JJX fan in three words: loyal, usually uh, female, and uh, I don't know for the male fans, I would say uh, three words. Can, can well, I? Uh, can I say fucking the, awesome? Can, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? That's a much better answer. My, mine sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Fucking awesome. So obviously, you have mother and son. How has that dynamic affected the music, if at all? It's really easy. Kind of knows where I'm going. And if she don't know where I'm going, I can say, hey, this is where I'm going. She goes, oh, that's where you're going. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, All um, I can do is chuckle. Musical telepathy. It's good. Nice. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so there's good chemistry there? Absolutely. It runs yeah. in the blood? Nice. I mean, we've been yeah, doing this together see. 10 years. I mean, it's either good chemistry or, you know, it sounds good or... <laughs> We're just really, really <laughs> bored and have no one else to play with. Uh, I've been doing this all his life, so, you know, I spot something, I'm like, oh, damn. You know, that's what it's been like. And then it's like, let her go, Johnny. Oh, Joey. Don't, don't, <laughs> you know. Me, Joey. That's terrible, Mom. What would you do that? Let her go, Joe. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> um, you know, by the time he was like 13, 14, I pretty much let him go on his own. You know, he asks questions, I give answers, you know, and he goes with it, you know. Well, Mom, what do you think about this? Blah, 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 wah, wah, wah. Like in the peanuts. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> okay, cool, Ma. And he go on and do it, and it's like, damn. As, as, as most of my friends would say, I'm the best. <laughs> I would agree. And, um... It's it's really something to to I, I'm 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 amazed, you know. And I, I'm his mother. We live, you know. I watched him grow up, and uh, it's something. That's all I can say. It's something. <laughs> where do you see the band five years from now, or where do you want the band five years from now? I'm doing this, doing it, you know, doing it better and bigger and stronger. All right, South Park. Full town, full town. Yeah, coast to coast, city to city. I want to quit my day job. On a big bus with a jacuzzi in it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Jacuzzi. I got back problems, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. What advice do you have for people who want to start their own bands and projects? Do it. Like, even if, you know, you feel like you suck, you know, for the first six months to a year, to two years, just keep doing it and just keep mm. trying to get better. You know, just, just, if you love it, just don't ever stop. 
Five words, don't give up the dream. <laughs> you know, um, I haven't. I'm enjoying the ride right now. <laughs> nice. You know, I really am. Don't give up the dream. I'm glad that you guys are still doing the dream. This is Amanda Mayhem and Sean from Unclaimed Bands signing off with JJX. Joe Jordan and my Dukes. Yep. Everyone, enjoy the music, as always, with passion. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.